One quick message before I start the show. You can find all the links and resources for this episode by visiting the show notes on rickyrichards.com. If you enjoy this episode, do consider subscribing on iTunes or Stitcher. And if you're feeling particularly generous, you can help me to grow the show by leaving a review on iTunes. For anyone who does subscribe, review or share, thank you. I appreciate it. Now let's get into the show. Welcome to Ricky Richards Represents, the show where I talk tips for success with leading figures of creativity and innovation. Hello everyone, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. I've got something a little different for you today. It's been a while since I last did a solo show, so this one is well overdue. Truth be told, this episode was inspired by meeting a friend I recently had uh, a catch-up with called Rohit, and I first met him during a diversity programme called Jolt that looks to filter people from all different backgrounds into the creative industries. What captured my attention, more than anything, was that Rohit was in a situation that I myself have been in just five years ago. In essence, he was extremely stressed, unsure what to do with his future, but nevertheless hungry beyond measure, and just looking for any opportunity to grab with both hands. And as is often the case, the advice Rohit had been given up to this point was just to keep working on his portfolio and making it better, which while sound advice to some degree, is nothing that the tens of thousands of other young people in Rohit's situation are also doing. So I was keen to share something with him that with a few insights that I've learned the hard way that if applied, I felt would really help him. So before I share those three bits of advice, I'll caveat by saying those of you of the 5,000 or so who have subscribed to my newsletter you may have noticed that I've recently started featuring small written segments that I call my principles blog. The reason I started this is because if you're anything like me, you read a lot, and occasionally you'll find a golden nugget that from that moment onwards will always inform the way you progress in life. And this principle blog is my way of documenting these findings in a way that I can best make sense of them and also pass them on to others. So firstly, if that sounds like something that would interest you, do go over to my site, rickyriches.com, and sign up to the newsletter. And if you're sceptical, maybe give this a listen, and if you like it, you can go over and subscribe then. So without further ado, let me get into it. So principle one is what I like to call the pleasure-pain paradox. And what I mean by this is that we all innately have a propensity to favour activities that offer upfront pleasure but long-term pain, despite the fact that many of the greatest gains to be had in life often come from activities that involve delayed gratification or upfront investment. An everyday example of this is that people are more susceptible to drink because the pleasure and joy of drinking precedes the negative effects of a hangover. On the flip side, exercise, which is painful in the short term, has a much more rewarding after effect of health and vitality. But because we have to face the pain first, we're less likely to do exercise than, say, watching TV, which offers instant gratification. My recommendation, therefore, is to try and focus on actions that are painful in the short term but that offer long-term reward. Generally, as a rule of thumb, the more pain you face up front, the larger that reward is set to be. An example may be writing a page a day, which many would find painful, but the upside is you can publish a book in a year from now, which to most, the achievement of such would be both pleasurable and rewarding. Likewise, starting a business often costs you a ton of money to start. You'll inevitably make mistakes and have to overcome several hurdles along the way. But the reward of doing something you enjoy every day, as well as being your own boss or selling your company for a substantial amount of money, is probably worth the short-term hardship 
if only you can get past the initial hurdle. So principle one to recap is the pleasure-pain paradox. And if you err on the side of pain, you'll do just fine. Principle two is great by association. Great by association is a universal principle that highlights a non-tangible but extremely powerful force that can be taken advantage of by associating yourself with people or things who hold positions above your current perception value. To explain that much more simply, when you start out in life, we often start off with little leverage, reputation or connections to make our aspirations come true. But one way to fast track our learning and development is to chuck ourselves in the deep end and surround yourself with people for whom you can learn from or take some form of reputation and value for yourself. There are seemingly countless examples of this principle in action. For example, why is the daughter of Kate Moss or David Beckham more likely to be a model, or the son of Will Smith more likely to act? They get given a disproportionately good shot at these careers, for the most part, because they passively inherit the value and reputation of their parents. Another example could be when a company goes through Y Combinator, the most well-respected tech incubator in Silicon Valley. These companies perceive value as significantly more than those who didn't go through Y Combinator. And the reason why is because they're great by association. We assume that a company that goes through Y Combinator is much more likely to succeed. When Simon Mottram started the incredibly successful cycling brand Rafa, the brand received criticism from hardcore cycling fans who felt the brand was profiting by recycling cycling's heritage despite the fact they had no real cycling history themselves. So how did Simon solve this? Well, he solved it by sponsoring the Sky Cycling Team. They associated themselves with the best cyclists in the world, so nobody could question their authenticity. My final example is another fashion example, which is Tommy Hilfiger, whose brand was launched by one of my great heroes, George Lois. Back in the 1960s, George came up with a campaign that compared Tommy's work to that of world-leading American fashion designers, like Ralph Lauren and Calvin Klein. And the result of this stunt was that despite not having a fraction of the expertise or heritage of these people, Tommy Hilfiger was able to put himself in the same mind space for the general public, and his business went from strength to strength. So to sum up this second principle, great by association, please go ahead and find someone or something that you too can associate yourself with and use that leverage and reputation for yourself. But also be sure to deliver on the other side. This is the fast way, but it's not the easy way. And it's all well and good standing on the shoulders of giants. But unless you're prepared to put in double the work to live up to your newfound reputation, you will be found out. But if you're prepared to put in that work, then this is a great way to put yourself on the map and get a little bit of an edge over the competition. My final principle that I'm going to share with you today is called Bird by Bird, named after a book by the same title by Anne Lamont. Bird by Bird refers to a story that Anne shares of her kid brother, who when doing a school assignment is tasked with the painful job of analysing hundreds of bird species, a job which upon first glance would appear overwhelmingly difficult and tedious. After days of toiling with the mammoth job ahead of him, Anne's father, upon inquiring what his son was toiling with, offered this stark but wonderful piece of advice. Don't fret, son. Bird by bird. This seemingly simple piece of passing advice is both wonderfully elegant and extremely profound, because it highlights so much of what stops people from pursuing what they want to do in life. The difference between a writer and a famous author is roughly 4,000 well-written pages. A drama student and an actor, 500 auditions. 
a funny guy and a stand-up comedian, a thousand gigs. The Bird by Bird principle points out an obvious but rarely practiced idea that if you want to accomplish anything, you have to start. And not only do you have to start, you have to break down that goal into a series of micro-goals. And every day, regardless of how hard that task may be or how much you don't feel like doing it, it's still possible to accomplish lofty ambitions if you only do one thing a day that gets you closer to that goal. So to summarise, bird by bird, whatever it is you may be facing, whether it's getting a portfolio together, getting a website online, or the desire to change career, whatever it may be, please start today and chip away at it every day by applying the bird by bird principle. That about sums up all I've got to share with you today. And as I've already said, if you enjoy the advice I've shared with you, do head over to my site, rickyrichards.com, and sign up to my mailing list and you'll get new ideas like these ones I've shared today in your inbox every two weeks. So that's all from me. Thank you for listening. And until next time, keep creating. Thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to subscribe and share. I'd also like to invite you to an ongoing project called the Move Me mailing list. If you enjoyed the show, I'm confident you'll enjoy this newsletter. It contains links to all the great content I've uncovered each month, along with insights of any interesting opportunities I've discovered. You can subscribe to this by visiting my website at rickyrichards.com. A special thanks to Frankie Byrne and James Utting. They're the tech heads that make this show possible. The intro music was composed by Dom Stores Fox. And thanks again to Reese Chapman for introing me to Lou and Lizette, the wonderful folks at Factory Studios in London, where this show is recorded. Finally, wherever you are in the world, I hope you have a great day and keep creating. Until next time, bye for now. <laughs>